0: Uh, we continue with our lessons and in this book and our previous lesson we started to discuss some of the affairs and that lead to major shirk affairs regarding actions. And in, likewise, regarding speech. And today, inshallah, we will continue from there and discuss what this Sheikh has mentioned, and regarding and another affair that leads to major shirk, and that is exaggeration, and regarding the status of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, exaggeration, and regarding the status. Of the prophet sallallahu wasallam this is one of the affairs that lead i need two major shirk and the shaykh will discuss i need this and we shall look at what he mentions the shaykh says that indeed the prophet sallallahu wasallam prohibited exaggeration regarding his veneration and in his praise and in praising him and if this is the case then this applies first and foremost to other than him. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. If the Prophet prohibited that anybody should or the people should not exaggerate in praising him and in venerating him. Therefore, the Shaykh says, Therefore, this is Ali first and foremost regarding others. Besides the Prophet sallallahu and he alayhi Why? Because his status, and he I alayhi had the highest status in the ummah. The highest status. He was the prophet, messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So therefore, if he prohibited that there should be no excessiveness and exaggeration in his praise and what is mentioned regarding him, therefore, and that should apply first and foremost to other than him. The Sheikh says because that leads to the setting of of partners, that leads to the setting of the setting up of partners, and with and in the the right of Allah subhanahu wa taala the Creator. Setting up partners meaning the creation, placing the creation as partners to. The Creator, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So this is what it leads to: excessive praising or exaggeration in praising a person, raising a person above their status, will leads to and shirk, because that person will be raised to a status and a level, and in which is only for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Therefore, shirk will occur, and there. The Sheikh says, for this reason, the Prophet Sallallahu prohibited, and again he mentions prohibited, exaggeration in his praise, and, you know, in praising him. And he Sallallahu Wasallam said, do not be excessive in praising me, as the Christians were excessive in praising Ibn Maryam. Do not be excessive. And he, here, the process of is are prohibiting. Okay, this is a prohibition. Do not be excessive or do not exaggerate regarding me and regarding praising me and your mention of me or in my status. As the, like the Christians, they exaggerated regarding the son of Maryam. And referring to Isa alayhi salam, Prophet Isa alayhi salam. Then he, وسلم, he mentioned the status that he, he wants to be given. In this hadith, after that, after prohibiting and the exaggeration in his praise, he mentioned the status that he wants to be given. And he said, Indeed, I am merely a servant indeed I am merely a servant so therefore say meaning therefore say regarding me and about me say abdullahi wa Rasuli. then say the messenger of Allah and he the servant of Allah and his messenger this is what he alayhi wa sallam and he loved to be mentioned regarding him but he is a servant of Allah and his messenger. And this hadith is collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. The Shaykh further clarifies I any mean, the word which is mentioning in the hadith, which is Al Itra. He mentions that this is means an exaggeration exceeding the bounds regarding I and mean, he praising the Prophet and the and wasallam. The Sheikh says that the Christians, they exaggerated and regarding Isa alayhi salam. They exaggerated in the affairs that they mentioned about him. They raised him above his status. They were excessive and exaggerated till it led to them claiming that he is divine. Until it led to them, meaning the Christians, claiming that Isa alayhi salam and he was a Abd, was a servant and a Rasul and a Messenger of Allah. Alayhi Salam they raised him and he from that status and made him made him divine. And made him and he divine, gave him divinity and upon giving attributing to him divinity then what comes next is worship. Worship the one who is divine. This is how. And that led them step by step to the worship of Prophet Isa alayhi salam. First, it started with the exaggeration. Exaggeration. And regarding that which he came with, exaggeration in that which he was able to do. And for example, Isa alayhi salam did not have a father. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created him from a mother alone. And he said, upon his creation, be. And he was. And he was. So he did not have a father. There's one of the things that they use, the Christians use, and to exaggerate regarding Isa alayhi salam, claiming, therefore, he did not have a father. So therefore, God was his father, as they say, as they claim. Therefore, Almighty God was his father. This is how they, and he start with that exaggeration and then move on to that. And likewise, regarding the miracles that he was given, he brought the dead, he gave life to the dead by the will of Allah. He cured and he, those born blind and the leper. And the lepers and he would blow into a a clay bird a bird and a clay made in the shape of a bird he would blow in it and it will become a bird and all of these by the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again upon these day, they exaggerated in these affairs until they raised him to the level of divinity and when they raised him to the level of divinity then they worshipped him besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the sheikh mentions whereby the prophet said indeed i am merely a servant so say servant of Allah and his messenger he says "Here the prophet is saying describe me with this alone and he described me with this alone and do not increase Anything above that. And you do not add to this, do not add to any level or any status and above that. Say about me that I am a servant of Allah and His Messenger. As my Lord described me, as my Lord described me and mentioned regarding me. So mention about me what my Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned about me. The way he described me, the way my Lord described me, described me with these things as well, with these wordings. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions and in the Quran regarding the Prophet, Alhamdulillah abdihi alkitab. All praise be to Allah, the one who sent down the book in the Quran upon his abd. Upon his his servant, upon his slave. So this is, a one of the wordings whereby Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala refers to His Messenger Muhammad sallallahu as His servant, as His slave. And likewise, in another verse, it occurs, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, "Blessed is He who." Sent down the Furqan who revealed the Furqan ala abdihi and the Furqan meaning the Quran upon his abd, upon his servant, upon his upon his slave. And likewise, I and mean, you find in other verses of the Quran where I any mean, the word abd, servant, is mentioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I and mean, he referring to and describing the Prophet sallallahu and likewise in another verse ya Ayyuhar rasool where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says "O messenger and the oh messenger referring to the Prophet sallam, mentioning him mentioning that he's a messenger describing him with this term that he is a an messenger and in another verse ya ayyuhal nabi O Prophet Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala describes and mentions this term of Prophet and referring to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so this is how Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala described our Prophet Sallallahu in the Quran and this is what he Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam this is what he willed this is what he wanted the people to describe him with the terms and the wording that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala described him with and mentioned regarding him, and I do not exaggerate, and increase, and add any to that, add any levels any higher, which is not any mentioned regarding him. The shaykh then mentions, and the Mushrikun, and those who. And he fall into shirk. They opposed this prohibition from the message of Allah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And they embarked upon going against that prohibition. So they glorified him. And they very uh, venerated him with that which he prohibited. <coughs> that, with that which he prohibited. And they... They praised him with that which he, and he warned and he against. So they opposed his prohibition. And they opposed the prohibition of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, and in the most se- severest of ways. And they resembled in that, and when they did that, and those who attributed the or attribute themselves to Al-Islam and falls into this and fell into this, they Thereupon, upon doing this, they resembled any, the Christians, those who exaggerated regarding Prophet Isa alayhi salam and fell into shirk, fell into shirk and because of that. So they any, resembled any, the Christians. They embarked upon what the Christians embarked upon any, regarding Prophet Isa alayhi salam. So the shirk says, so therefore it occurred from them I and mean, from those who attributed themselves to Al Islam, it occurred from them that hulu, that exaggeration regarding the status of the Prophet. And that which was, I and mean, he clearly, I and mean, he shirk, as clearly shirk, as is mentioned in a lot of their <coughs> poetry. As is mentioned in a lot and of their poetry, whereby they make poetry about the Prophet. For example, in the poetry of Al-Busayri, Al-Busayri, which mentions regarding the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Akram al-Khalq, ma mali min aludhu bih, siwaka ainda hululil hadithi al-amim. He said regarding the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and in his poetry, O oh, most honorable creature, I have none, I have none but to seek refuge with you at the time of affliction. At the time of affliction. So here we see they are condoning, they are afwan, they are encouraging and they are putting forth their beliefs that it is permissible to seek refuge in the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They're raising his... I and mean, his status, raising his status, that they cannot find anybody, anything to seek refuge in, except him. So the Sheikh mentions, I and mean, there's a lot of this occurs, I and mean, from from their I any mean, poetry that they make regarding the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and regarding seeking aid from him in their time of need in their time where they are constricted with calamities with hardship and difficulties they and he turned to the prophet ﷺ and they forget Allah azza wa and they forget Allah subhanahu any, wa ta'ala. and the shaykh says and this is because the shaytan has beautified for them and in their poetry beautified yani for them the evilness of their actions yani the, evil, the evilness of this affair Shaitan has beautified that to them beautified to them that they can raise the Prophet yani to the, the, the status that they have given him raised him to the level whereby yani they worship him they worship and the Prophet and he wasallam. The Sheikh says that the Shaitan made appear to and to them, to the Mushrikeen, and to those who those who and he raised the Prophet sallallahu above his status of Prophethood. the Shaitan made appear to them that exaggeration and in praising the Prophet however, major a shirk, and it is that it is a kind of, and he showing veneration and love for him. So this is one of the, and the, the ways of the shay- uh, shaytan has tricked them, and this is a very important point that the Shaykh has mentioned. The shaytan made appeal to them that their exaggeration of the Prophet however. However much it is, and however if it leads to shirk or not, that he beautified this for them and tricked them into believing that this is a kind of showing love and veneration of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is what they believe. This is what they believe. That those actions of exaggeration, they believe that that is showing love to the Prophet and that they have to show love for the Prophet and in these, and by exceeding those bounds and being excessive, and exaggerating. Likewise, the Sheikh mentioned that the Shaytan made a plea to them <coughs> that following the Sunnah, and if they follow the Sunnah and they stuck to what the Sunnah says and not exaggerating and not being excessive in praising the Prophet Sallallahu that, that this is could be interpreted as a type of hate and at the type of I and mean, you lower, lowering the status of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so this again is a very very important point and this is a key point that the Sheikh has mentioned for you to understand what goes on I and mean, in their minds that the shaitan has turned the affair upside down and in their understanding that for them to exaggerate that is showing love and for them to stick to what the sunnah says and just not exaggerate that for them that is could be interpreted as a type of hate showing hate and showing uh, and lowering the status of the Prophet Okay, that's why they say to us when we do not I mean, encourage or we dis- discourage those different types of I any mean, innovations that they do regarding the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and what they mentioned about, about him. What do they say? You do not love the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. you're not giving him his status. You're not showing love for him. So this is what they mentioned I mean, to the people of Sunnah. To the people... they do not love Allah they do not love the prophet that's why they don't do that they don't have love for the prophet in, in their hearts the sheikh and he then mentions another very important and a key point he adds to this In reality, the Sheikh says, I "And mean, in reality, for a person to fall into that which the Prophet وسلم, has prohibited, is a type of, an ifrat, neglect, a neglect, and a type of, uh, and a deficiency, in praising the Prophet So he says, "In reality, for a person to, and he fall into." To do that which the Prophet prohibited, and that is a form of neglect and a form of deficiency regarding praising the Prophet. And likewise, he said, and in leaving off and abandoning following him in his sayings, his speech, in his actions, and not being pleased with his rulings that he gave and that in reality is a defect I and mean, a defect I and mean, regarding this affair. So he says, تعظيمه, تعظيمه he says that venerating the Prophet Sallallahu and loving him will not occur and will not actualize except by following him sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and likewise the shaykh adds and likewise in defending the religion and his sunnah. Defending his religion and the sunnah. So venerating the Prophet sallallahu and loving him, that does not occur except by sticking to his sunnah. Sticking to his sunnah and sticking to the uh, and it, to following him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and defending the religion and defending the religion this is what reality and it is showing love for the Prophet وسلم, sticking to that which he came with and not exceeding the bounds not going to one side of neglect and not going to the other side of being extreme and being excessive and exaggerating The Sheikh then mentions a hadith and in which it is mentioned the Sahabi <coughs> mentions he says that I and he left, I went out with he, a group from Bani Amir to the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Wasallam and we said to him meaning we said to the Prophet Anta Sayyiduna Wa Ibnu Sayyidina you are our master and the son of our master and the prophet he replied to this he says the master is only allah okay the master is allah alone so we said to him they said to the Prophet ﷺ, that you are the best and of us and the greatest and amongst us and he replied to them they said say whatever you please say whatever you want to say say whatever you want to say but do not allow the shaitan to take you as agents and he for him and the agents and he working for the shaytan and he doing the work and he of the shaytan the shaykh says in this hadith we see that the prophet ﷺ prohibited any those people from saying to him that he is our master that he is our master and they spoke to him directly and said Anta Sayyiduna you are our master and he replied to that Allah is the master Allah is the master and he alone so he prohibited them from saying that and prohibited them from saying to him that he is the best of them and that he is the greatest and amongst them that is because and for the reason that he feared excessiveness for them he feared that they will fall into excessiveness and exaggeration and regarding and his right sallallahu wasallam so he sallallahu he disliked that others speak to him with words of praise that can lead to hulu that will lead To exaggeration (coughs) and regarding his status meaning raising that could lead to them and later on raising him and above the status that he has been given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he warned them that they should not allow themselves to be agents of the shaytan and he doing the work of the shaytan and that they should not any praise and he's somebody like this, and in their faces. Because, and this is the first step of the action of the shaitan, the first step of the action of the shaitan. And one of the reasons the Sheikh also mentions is that he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, prohibited them from the, from this, so that the person who is being praised does not feel arrogant in their hearts. And the arrogance and in their hearts, that they've been praised and been raised, and to a certain, and level. And likewise to the fact that this goes against the perfection of tawheed. This goes against the perfection, and of, any tawheed, tawheed of Allah, and Subhanahu wa Taala. And likewise, the Sheikh mentions because this, and he praise, can lead. To people, and erasing the status of the one who is being praised to a level that they are not deserving, and off to a level that they are not and deserving of. So he, so Allah prohibited this, prohibited that a person should increase in their praise of him uh, in a way, in a manner that that would lead and to shirk that will lead any, to shirk and that may lead to them describing him any, with descriptions of lordship and as it occurred the sheikh mentions as occurred any, in a lot of the any, praises the, the prophetic any, praises the, any, the prophetic praises that those who fall into exaggeration and he have written, I and mean, in there, for example, in their poetry, I mean, and he their books. As I any mean, one of them that we mentioned I mean, before, uh, whereby he mentioned that it is, I mean, I mean, is which it means he allows that refuge be sought from the Prophet sallallahu And likewise, in another one, I and mean, he mentioned, ulumika and from your knowledge, meaning your knowledge expands to the knowledge of the preserved tablet and the qalam Again here, exaggerating. Exaggerating regarding the knowledge of the Prophet, that he knows everything in the preserved tablet and what the pen had written. So and here we see and where those people have been misguided. Where they've gone astray I and mean, regarding their exaggeration of the status of the Prophet. The Shaykh then continues and he says that the Prophet, وسلم, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completed his servitude and he made him a complete servant I and mean, to him, he disliked being praised. A dislike being praised. I need to protect his servitude to Allah. I need to protect his status and before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in protection and safeguarding and aqidah. And in the creed, the right creed. So he directed his ummah to leave these type of praises and regarding him as an advice to them and in protection of the station of Tawheed. The station of Tawheed. Protecting Tawheed from the affairs that may enter into it, that may corrupt it, or may weaken it, and he from the different types of shirk and the different types of means to shirk. That's why he sallallahu alayhi wasallam he prohibited them from saying to him that you are. Our master, you are our master. Sheikh mentions because the word sayyid is taken from the word which means dominance, some power and dominance. And he says that Ibn Athir mentioned in his book and Nihaya, and regarding the word sayyid that it is used for the Lord and the owner, and those who are noble. Is used for the husband, and the president, al-ra'is, and al-muqadd, al-muqadd, and the one in authority, the one in authority. And in this hadith, he, sallallahu alaihi mentioned as Sayyid, as Sayyidullah, and Allah is the only master. The Allah and is the only master, and because and the dominance dominance is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone dominance over everything Allah azza wa Jal, and it belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and everything else besides Allah they are servants all of them are servants to Allah azza wa Jal. so therefore the sheikh says and the word sayyid if it is mentioned and referring to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it carries the meaning of Al Malik, the meaning of and the owner, okay, likewise I need the word Lord, and the Lord. As uh, uh, Ibn Abbas mentioned and regarding the explanation of the verse Allah somad, and the meaning of somad means Allah is the somad, Allah is a sumad. No, Ibn Abbas mentioned I and mean, the word somat, what it means, as Sayyid, alladhi, kamulafi kamula fi anwa. He is the Sayyid I and mean, the Master who is perfect in all areas of dominance. Perfect and complete I mean, in all affairs of I mean, dominance over His creation says then the Sheikh mentioned that Ibn Athir he mentions there was a man from Quraysh that he said, Anta Quraish. And he said to the Prophet وسلم, that you are the Sayyid of Quraysh. And he sallallahu he replied to them, A Allah," And Allah is a Sayyid. Allah is a Sayyid, meaning Allah is the one who is deserving of being called is sayyid and the master likewise he says that he sallallahu sallam he disliked to be praised in his face and in front of him because he sallallahu wa sallam he loved humbleness he loved to be humble and this is what he wanted to feel like this is what he wanted to be and to be humble and it occurs in a hadith that he sallallahu alayhi wa said, and it's something which can be understood as opposite to what we've mentioned, He said, Anna Adam Wala I am the Sayyid, said, I am the Sayyid of the children of Adam, and this is not in boast. Meaning he's saying this, but not in being arrogant or boasting about it. So here the scholars explain that in this hadith, the Prophet when he mentioned that he is the Sayyid of the children of Adam. This is informing them, informing them of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him with. The favour and a favour and a blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has and he blessed him with. And that he and he spoke informing of this blessing I and mean, need to others as we are commanded in the verse in the Quran As for the blessings of Allah I and mean, in the favors of Allah that he is bestowed upon you فحدث. and then inform others about them inform others I need mean, about them so this here is in a, is a only and in this hadith is only for teaching I and mean, his ummah. informing his ummah and teaching his ummah I and mean, a piece of knowledge I and mean, regarding this affair I mean, this and this blessing in this favor that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, given him I and mean, a way of completing their iman completing I mean, their iman I and mean, regarding this affair and the wording he said i do not say this in boast I and mean, in here. I and mean, we see the uh, I mean, the station of the Prophet ﷺ I mean, regarding this affair of I any mean, praises. I and mean, meaning, we see that he never liked any type of praise. He never liked any type of praise, I and mean, for people to praise him in his face, he don't like anybody to stand before him I mean, and praise him I mean, in any, any manner. And the Sheikh continues, and he says, "And for indeed, and he is, as he mentioned, sallam, He is the Sayyid of the children, and of Ad, as he informed, as he, and informed. But he, in other, uh, he, Sallallahu other hadith, he prohibited the other groups and the other people from saying referring to him as being a Sayyid, and or being their Sayyid, because he feared for them ghulu." He feared that they will fall into excessiveness and exaggeration that would lead them and to shirk. So he did not like to be praised with that word, but he informed of it and to his people as a way of and he teaching them what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has blessed him and he with. And there's other hadith. I and mean, regarding this I any mean, affair whereby people I mean, referred uh, I mean, to the Prophet as ya or the best of us I and mean, any other than that and we I any mean, understand I any mean, the position that a muslim should be I any mean, regarding I any mean, this affair an important lesson here in what we've mentioned is not to praise the prophet ﷺ excessively meaning don't exaggerate only mentioned, only mention about him that which he and you wanted to be mentioned regarding him use the wording which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used in referring to him and he sallallahu alaihi wasallam And likewise, the Sheikh mentions in a few hadith. Where he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he mentioned that no one should call upon him and for help for help, and that indeed only Allah should be sought and for help, only Allah should be called upon and in seeking and help. So we see here again that the Prophet sallallahu is directing the people to connect themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and and of course increasing and their perfection and of Tawheed and in the house of the people and likewise he sallallahu alaihi wasallam he prohibited that people should praise and one another praise and each other as it occurs in the example whereby a person praised another person and he said to that person who was praising that person he said woe to you you have cut off and the neck of your companion you have cut off and the neck of your companion and meaning you have possibly caused him to be arrogant and, to, and he, to feel a status about himself that he does not have, lost his, and his sincerity in that boasting and now showing off and you caused him to show off. So you have caused him harm. And likewise he, وسلم, he said, if you meet those who are excessively praising one another if you meet those who are excessively praising one another then throw any turab in their faces then throw any soil and dust and in and in their faces and this is because of the fact that he وسلم, he feared for them he feared the people will praise one another and they will be amazed with themselves and they will raise themselves and they will lose their ikhlas and yani their sincerity and that will affect their tawhid that will affect any yani there yani and so therefore now we conclude with the question as the shaykh mentions here is it permissible to refer to anybody from the creation with mean, the word Sayyid I and mean, with the word Sayyid and the Sheik mentions the Kalam of Ibn al taala. he said that the people have differed I and mean, regarding the permissibility of saying the word as Sayyid to I mean, a person <laughs> one group of people they prohibited that and that is mentioned I mean, from Malik and that his evidence for this is the hadith where the prophet ﷺ was referred to as sayyiduna and our master our sayyid and he replied to that the sayyid is allah a sayyidullah and the master is only allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is and those who prevented this and he prohibited this this is the hadith that they use and another group they allowed it they say it is allowed and as their evidence, they brought the saying of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam regarding the Ansar, where he said to them, Stand up to your Sayyid. stand up to your Sayyid. Not referring to him Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but referring to a companion. Referring to a companion. So the explanation. Uh, Sheikh Sulaiman Ibn Abdullah Muhammad, 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 Ta'ala, who explained Kitab al-Tawheed I and mean, this bab where this uh, this narration I mean, is, uh, is mentioned he mentions and he explains that when the Prophet mentioned to the Ansar I mean, this statement stand up to your Sayyid that he was not mentioning it in the presence I mean, of Sa'ad referring to Sa'd. But he was not mentioning it in the presence of Sa'd. So therefore, here we see I mean, that he is informing them of something but of course not mentioning that word, Sayyid, to the person he's referring to. I and mean, he's fearing of course that the people will feel I mean, a sense of being praised in their hearts and a and in a obey, and he lead them to something which is undesirable. Something which is undesirable. So he concludes, the shaykh continues here, so the, in, uh, the purpose here, I need to make tafsil, I need to provide the details of this, is that it's not allowed for a person to speak to somebody, and to and refer to somebody in their faces, Ya Sayyid. And to say to that person, oh, Sayyid. And in praising them. And he with this in their face. But it is allowed, and need to refer only to a person who is not present. And with that word. And from those who are entitled, and then those who have right, I need to be called a Sayyid. And this conclusion is arrived by combining all of the evidences. That and that we mentioned. Combining all of the evidences that we mentioned, and this is the most correct and opinion. That do not use words of praise and the word afwana say it in a person's face, but it is allowed for a person to say to another about another person who is not present, but of course with the condition that that person has been given that right, has the right to be referred to with that and with that term. Wallahu Alam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and He knows best, sallallahu wa